0: Trying to get the dick out of the mouth early, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. down, most sanitizing, electrifying, entertaining podcast hitting you in the face when you're sheltered in place, featuring the undisputed Husky way tag team podcasting champions of the world. We are sounding the alarm of incoming awesomeness from Chiseltopia, located in magnificent, wonderful Ross to the well, George to the ah. Uh. Thank you so much for listening to us tonight, you bitching ladies and salty badasses. This is episode double deuce of the Weekend Social, and we have an outstanding guest host here here. To ignite Tonight and Rock Your Socks, and we will introduce him in just a second. But first, let's bring out the most absolute best dude in podcasting, the co-host of The Weekend Social. Introducing first the man to my right, standing in the green corner, one half of the Husky Wave podcasting champions of the world, preaching whatever happens on the river, stays on the river, dressed to impress, even with bowels and distress, the wrist-taking, back-breaking, high-staking, home office colossus, the pride and joy of the hayfields of Ohio, Lord of the House, running and King of the North. He is... He-
1: <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you again. 15 love. How are you doing this weekend?
0: I'm man. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm glad it's, it is the weekend finally. I uh, it's been a good good week glad to hang out with you virtually man uh things going well with you
1: and the money clan well you know we are getting a little stir crazy we're getting really close i can say that (laughs) really close (laughs) really
0: close to killing each other really close in terms
2: of
1: being around each other i I think the kids are actually starting to understand their parents a little bit better and we're getting to know each other it's almost like forced getting to know your parents and your kids
0: over this thing shit if there's one good output from that man for this whole thing that's great that and not death. <laughs> awesome.
1: What you? Not s- yet.
0: Not yet. Exactly. <laughs> what you say? We uh, crack open some chisel wisers and keep this party going Let's do it. I am your master of ceremonies, the engineer of the weekend social train, desperate to keep it on the tracks. The Dyson vacuum of coin collecting, the Taylor Swift of shade deflecting, the Clark Howard of money you save. The best goddamn hype man since Flavor Flav. The introverted butthole hurting, two buck chucking motherfucking agent of change you can believe in and put in your piggy bank. In the high priest of the church of pinching pennies. I am the chiseler. See the money, count your bills, y'all. When it sticks in the bed of goodwill's dog, pinch your pennies.
1: Jizzle Maniacs. E-Money, you got the mocks? Hit it with the plugs, bro. I got the the mocks. The show notes are all you need to get in touch with us. You got a summary of the topics we talk about, the links to the articles we mentioned. You can contact us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, uh, just about everything. Rate our show wherever you listen to us and send us your comments and feedback because we love to get it. Very nice. Thank you all very much for listening.
0: Very nice for me, E-Money. I'm going to give you a 9.7 for that one. It would have been a 10, but I had to... Deduct points from the onslaught of incoming inflation. Not your fault, blame the Fed. Still, good form. Last episode, we had the Tasman back up in the virtual house on the first weekend social distancing podcast, and it was a blast. Make sure to give that a listen if you have not heard it yet. Once the dust settles and we're free to be around other organisms again, e money, we need to get down to the Taz farm. We talked to him earlier tonight, and uh yeah, man, he's still digging your theme music, by the way. He sent me a couple of <laughs> offline text he, he's pretty impressed by that yeah it, dude, it is great music thanks again it's Taz- a great intro yeah well you know <laughs> for a great man but thanks again tasman for another outstanding episode but we better check ourselves before we riggedy wreck ourselves my mizza and introduce our special guest host with us virtually in the building tonight Joining us tonight, making his way to the podcasting squared circle for his second appearance. The unofficial voice of reason of the weekend social. The primer from another swimmer. The connoisseur of Canton cuisine. Bringing the smackdown now with a capachow. The master practitioner of the Ars Juris. You can find his slogan, object me, object me, motherfucker, on t-shirts across the nation. Proof that when the train goes off the tracks, there is only one man you better call. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the weekend. weekend. Weekend Social, Saul Goodman!
2: Welcome back to the show, Saul! Thank you, thank you for letting me be tardy to the party. Wow, a Bravo reference, early. I'm going to give you 15 love on that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> thank you so much, Chisel E-Money. It's a, it's a pleasure to see you in your dark vehicle of mystery and probably illegal tint. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank
0: you so much for making time. I know that you have a very busy schedule. Lots going on. Definitely, these are billable hours. We'll get right down to it as, as soon as possible. We've done away with the question most evident of the weekend social about what's being planned for this weekend because, thankfully, the government's already done that for us. So, uh... Um, let's get this bad boy rolling with the question that everybody wants to know. Saul Goodman, how are you and your family been doing during these social distancing times?
2: Well, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll let you look over my shoulder. and You see that uh, outdoor patio chair right there? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. When, when today began, it had a different uh, sling. The uh, cushion thing you sit on and lean against, it was entirely different. And I cut it out and I replaced it with a new one. And I only have five more of those to do. <laughs> it, <laughs> (laughs) it was it was the first time i'd ever done it and it took two and a half hours to put one on uh how many trips to home depot or or low zero trips zero trips home depot uh amazon amazon brought me everything i didn't already have and a company uh somewhere in south florida made the things and sent them to me and they arrived yesterday so it's it's an adventure and now i know why they're so expensive to pay someone to replace them not since the summer of 2017 have I screamed at a chair Um, (laughs) what happened in 2017 I want to know in in the summer of 2017 was when I went to the trial lawyers college and spent three weeks three and a half weeks really on a uh, former working cattle ranch in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming part of the training of the trial lawyers college Involves at times screaming at empty chairs in the name of becoming a better lawyer. Uh, I can go into a longer story later, but suffice it to say, I'd had a good run of not screaming in a chair, and today I screamed in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> wow!
0: I I don't think in in that amount of time that so many stories have been packed into it that I'm so curious about. You were a walking episode of law. So good.
2: I'm growing the playoff beard, so it's okay. I've got plenty of time. Dude, we
0: all got the playoff beards going right now yeah.
2: <laughs> we're all
0: we are all gonna emerge from this with long ass fucking hair and big ass fucking beards and fucking six-pack abs that's that's my that's my goal the so of can we
2: can we take a and and i know i, I know you have a, a full program that i'm about to destroy but i want to uh, institute a little betting line here i'm gonna say 18 minutes is the over under number for when e-money's battery drains and the dome light goes out oh i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: so Saul Goodman's booking exchange is competing against the Chisler booking eight, exchange. Eighteen
2: is the number. Maybe that's a little low. Maybe twenty-seven. Well, you know, I think it, I think it goes as long as
0: his gas tank is full because he's his engine is running right now. His audio is that good.
2: Wait a second. Isn't there a? And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna betray where you live, but isn't isn't the municipality where where you live uh, an anti-idling municipality? Is there? Aren't you spreading noxious fumes? Well, uh, due to this whole entire COVID nineteen
1: situation, I'm just trying to. Make up for everybody else.
2: All right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I understand. The world's going to be much healthier because we're no one's driving right now. There will be no more climate change. Just lots of littering, according to next door. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw your gloves in the parking lot. Throw them away when you go to Kroger.
2: Next door.
0: Yeah. We man. talked about next door the last time you were here. I'm going to have to log in now.
1: <laughs> Dude. Shit
0: on next door right now is insane. Nextdoor, right? I'll check Twitter, and I used to go to Facebook as my number two. I go straight to next door just to see how bad shit, fucking crazy people are right now.
2: So you should tell me when you want me to do Saul Goodman's next door minute. Right. On the weekend section.
0: That's another spotlight section. Holy shit, we're gonna do that. Well, so e money, what, what? How's life been treating you over the, over the last week or so?
1: Ah, uh, pretty. Good good, you know, just isolating with the family, trying yeah. not to kill each other. Yeah. Getting closer, getting huh? Cooking. Getting a lot closer. So, A lot I'm, closer.
0: Question for you, has anybody picked up the reins for cooking? You you are the chef of the house.
1: Yes, I am the chef. No, nobody's really <laughs> picked up the cooking. You
0: know, I, I think Wheels might have, he might have a pension for that. I, if I was to bet between Wheels and teenage daughter, I think Wheels would probably get a head-to-head bake-off, take it home.
1: Yeah, actually, Wheels cooks with quite often. He, he can cook all by himself. Teenage daughter, she can bake some things, but she has no passion for the, for the stove. Yeah, she mainly eats pickles. Pickles and ramen noodles. <laughs> That's about it. How's work
0: going for you? I know that being the, the home office guy and having folks there, you're in your car a lot and traveling around so that you can do your calls, but uh, is work going pretty well for you?
1: Yeah, actually work slamming right now, which is a great thing, but I mean, yeah, it kind of sucks because I do have to be out of the house. I've got so many people. Well, thank, thank
0: <laughs> God for all of those dollars that Trump has promised through the the stimulus to keep this economy going. Right? You know. Ah, uh, no. uh, yeah.
1: No. <laughs> can't wait to get my. Ch- oh, I forgot. I'm not getting a check, am I?
0: I don't know. I, <laughs> I I don't know enough about that. I I'm getting it. I'm definitely getting one, man. I can't. I'm, I'm like doing the drag down, like watching the swirly business. Like, has it hit yet? No, it hasn't hit yet. They they said it was going to be out today. It's like, come on, Trump can't deliver on a single promise.
2: It's like those uh, signs in bar bathrooms. Say free beer tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Your Trump-Bama stimulus check is coming tomorrow. Trump-Bama stimulus, I love it. Very nice, <laughs> Saul Goodman. Well, uh, anything else, Saul Goodman? I'd I'd rather not mess it up now. So no.
0: Anything else? E money. No. Let's get this train rolling. Well, then let's. That's great. It starts with an earthquake, birds, and snakes, and airplanes. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. Into our mini news segment that we call
1: Quick Picks.
0: You're damn right, E-Money. We've lost you on visual.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm actually trying to get to, to my quick bit. <laughs>
0: oh, I've already got your quick bit. Don't worry about it. E-Money's is so good. We got to start with him. So oh E-Money, what you got for your lightning news nugget for us this evening?
1: The news is always good here. Came across this article, had to read it. Doctors warn against putting potatoes in your butt. That is the headline. And I'm like, you know what? Do people really put potatoes in their butt? You know what? Somebody had to have a, or they wouldn't have written a fucking article. (laughs) only eat potatoes with your mouth It's what with your mouth yeah doctors are starting to worry about websites that say they have cures for medical conditions and i guess one of them is this uh cure for hemorrhoids and it's from sticking cold frozen potatoes in your butthole and uh they're coming out saying you know that shit don't work they say that you need to drink a lot of fluids, need a high fiber diet, and that gets rid of hemorrhoids. But there's some people out there, they're talking about making this grated potato astringent. Um you insert this frozen potato slice in your anus and leave it inside for 30 seconds and repeat the process for three to five days. That's a lot of fucking potatoes in your ass.
0: Um (laughs) those those are those are some fries I do not want to eat.
1: (laughs) I I try to keep everything away from my butthole, let alone snigging a potato up there. I just that just seems painful like you already have hemorrhoids why would you stick something as big as a potato up your asshole this is insane so what's the point of sticking potatoes up your ass for hemorrhoids yeah for hemorrhoids well, and they call them piles or hemorrhoids. It's the same exact thing, and yeah, it's sticking potatoes up your ass to try to get rid of hemorrhoids. Are and
0: those like, private piles? Bad joke. I, I, bad joke. I mean, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take uh, points away. And, uh, that was a bad dad joke.
1: Potatoes. I'm never gonna have any potatoes. Not in this house. Not in this ass. Shit.
0: If uh, if there's anything that can convince me not to eat fries again, this might be the article. <laughs> <laughs> and they can relieve the sensation, which happens with the condition. Okay, I get. It. I get what they're what they're talking about here. I, I got to be really careful with this one. I just don't want the happening to find out about this article because uh, she's regularly trying to stick things up there, and I'm
2: I'm regularly trying to um, <laughs> re- reinforce that it's a one way street. I just moved my chair away from what's happening right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: well, uh, e money, I think that's a hell of a golden up the arch. Quick, man. Uh, oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. They don't know where this originated from. Was it the Wuhan province? Maybe Ireland?
1: It might, it might have just happened out of somebody's asshole. Probably. I'm just saying. I mean, people are so bored because of this fucking COVID shit that they're finding any excuse to stick things in their butt.
0: Dude, I did see um, an article that there are two things are a result of this, you know, people being on on sequester. Sex toys, that industry, if you can buy stocks in that, do that. <laughs> this is not official financial advice, by the way. The sex toy industry is like booming, and then there is going to be a huge condom shortage in the next couple of weeks because they can't produce enough condoms because people are on lockdown.
1: Yeah, it's not just going to be a condom shortage. We're going to have a crib shortage here come like January, February, March of next year.
0: Not, not in the chizer household. It's all good here, guys. Would you say it's all good? It's all good. 30, 30 loves all good, man. I'm going to do my quick bit. You know, the last episode, Tasman predicted two things were going to happen as a result of this social distancing. The two things that would emerge would be that there would be a bunch more alcoholics and better chefs. Signs are pointing that both things are going to come true. I can't tell you how much food porn I'm seeing in my feeds on the book, on the bird, on the Insta, and some of them look pretty damn good. And now, honestly, while restaurants are having a hard time right now and everywhere from local eateries to to national chains. Some are shutting down. Many are getting creative with a community outreach and curbside pickup kind of option. I'm actually going to give a shout out to uh, From the Earth. Right now, our friends definitely doing a great thing. And then there are some restaurants that are getting goddamn downright awesome. Like good old Kentucky Fried Chicken, the UK and Ireland division, just to be specific, who has invited Twitter users across the globe to come up with copycat restaurants. Recipes and post pictures of their results. So, KFC has invited fans (laughs) to come up with copycat recipes and to post pictures of their results. And they're tracking the best results and they have a leaderboard and all that stuff. And they score each one and give a review. And some of the reviews are awesome and some are goddamn downright brutal. Some of the best ones I'm going to go ahead and read right now. You can see it in the headline. Buns drier than a popcorn fart. The chicken here looks solid. Good work. However, the buns look drier than a popcorn fart. The next one was, um, I wore my new Doc Martens for the first time to go to the shop today. That was less painful than looking at this. And then, um, (laughs) this is the saddest thing I've seen. And I've watched the Futurama episode where the dog waits outside for fry. And then the best one, I think, by far, coming from KFC, I think you have dandruff. Chicken is good, but no need for a 12th ingredient. (laughs) There's some good ones, (laughs) man. And so you can see, here's the leaderboard and all that stuff. I've been reading these tweets. I'm going to go get on Twitter Let's see if I can find that one. Oh, there we go. You can see it. Look at all this stuff. (laughs) People are trying to be creative chefs. They're getting some good, solid feedback from the colonel. Oh, my God. So, uh, listeners, you can follow the madness yourself on the bird, on Twitter, at KFC underscore UKI, which is, of course, UK Ireland. And that, my 11 herbs and spices, finger-looking good motherfucker is my quick bit. Damn right. Saul Goodman, you've got an article.
2: I've got two. I I had one and and one that's just same old story that kind of made me wonder how these clowns think they can get away with stuff. Fulton County District Attorney, whose name is Paul Howard. He's been the DA DA for a long time. Uh, There's two candidates running against him this time. Finally, I hope he gets beat. The the title of the article I sent you is Nonprofit Meant to Stem Gang Violence Used to Pay. Fulton DA. And it turns out that a partnership against youth violence or something like that, people partnering for progress, that Paul Howard either created this nonprofit or was drafted to be the head of the nonprofit and paid himself 41% of all the donations to the nonprofit over a several year period. And DAs don't get paid like that. They get paid their county salary and they don't get supplements from nonprofits that they are the heads of. This is a guy who has been accused by a lot of people that he makes assistant DAs, uh, female assistant DAs do things to him and for him. This is someone who tries to pretend that he's above it all, but he's clearly not. And and the only defense he, he has is, well, I paid taxes on all the money that I earned. Well, yeah. great, but it's still super dirty. It's still gross. And one of his buddies, who's, who's an accountant who he drafted to be the treasurer of the group said, I wouldn't have done it that way. So even his friend... <laughs> I wouldn't have done it that way. <laughs> Even his friend
0: thinks it's both. Bull- <laughs> I don't know Paul Howard personally. Don't know him. I've heard a lot about Paul Howard through the media. I definitely know about Paul Howard getting accused of many things of impropriety, including things such as in this Me Too era, doing things that should not be done. This one's pretty good. The profit, what's the name of it? People Partnering
2: partnering for Progress. The PPP. Triple P. Trip P. (laughs) That's
0: hysterical. In 2007, he took in $70,000, which was half of his freaking normal salary as a DA.
2: Must be nice. Must be nice. And it's one of those this is a guy who has a lot of good people in his office. There's a lot of great DAs doing a lot of great things. Folks I like. Some, some of them I like more than others, mm-hmm. but he's got to go. It's time. There's only
0: one thing that's going to stop Paul Howard. You know what it's going to be? The eventual cage match at Wrestlemania against Clark Howard. The Howard versus <laughs> Howard. It's got to happen because this is bullshit. And, and there's no one that's going to like call bullshit and throw the bullshit should flag like Clark Howard will. He's one of the, you know.
2: You should send Clark Howard's Twitter account this article and ask him what he's up to. <laughs> I might do that. I might do
0: that uh,
2: following the episode. This might be a potential video bit. It could be even more successful than contacting the people at White Claw to ask them for some merch.
0: I'm not even going to talk about her tonight. I will say, I will Don King the shit out of this thing and manipulate the fuck out of it. He's tarnishing the Howard name. what so is <laughs> Saul Goodman, that is a very good, very suspicious. You down with PPP? Quick bit. Uh, what's your second
2: <laughs> article? Number, um, number two. Number two is is a a super quick bit uh, that I only found out about a couple days ago when I was sitting uh, trying to get one of the boys to sleep. Dave Portnoy is a guy who started Barstool Sports, and I never read it much, but it was sort of lighthearted takes. They do a lot of sports betting kind of stuff, and what he had done for a long time is YouTube videos of going into a pizza shop in New York City and everywhere else in the country he ever went to. And doing a review of a slice, he got at every pizza place he could find. Very nice. He sold his interest in Barstool Sports for over $100 million recently and started doing these crazy videos when COVID came in and people would send him frozen pizzas to his apartment. Someone got his his address somehow and they sent him frozen pizzas to review on live Instagram. Apparently he's become a hoarder. People saw (laughs) someone, someone did a screen cap and got his address and spread his address. And so people have been sending him hundreds and hundreds of boxes a day of stuff, corporate promotional stuff, dog shit in a bag that they put in a box and mail to the guy like every day at 8 p.m. for at least two hours every night, he does a live unboxing. And so this is my my quick bit of, this is an insane time when people will send a stranger who is not really a celebrity, but someone who they know about. They'll just send him stuff to his house and he'll do a live unboxing every night of the week.
0: Listeners, (laughs) as long as you don't send me poop or a French fry that's been stuck up your ass, I'll unbox- ways
2: man you can't have it both
0: ways okay i'll take the potato that's been stuck up your ass but (laughs) as long as you don't send me that you can send me whatever i'll tell you my my address you can send me a pm we'll come up with a post office box i don't know if i can do that now because that's not an essential service uh you you can send me some shit i'll open some shit and we'll do it live you know we'll do it live fuck it
2: that's badass he had fifty thousand people watching the live stream dude that's advertising right that's that's huge imagine if i sent you a bunch of boxes of dog poop and you could get 12 people to watch you insta-famous <laughs> so, so that's 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 my second just can you believe this shit that is a
0: mint and sealed box man damn right man fuck? Saul Goodman. That's so good, I'm even going to let you choose my next flavor. Should I go mango? Or, sorry, mango? Or should I go lemon? Go mango. I'm going to go mango. Go mango. (laughs) Well, uh, Saul Goodman, I did have a a question for you. I ran into you at the airport about a month and a half ago at the beginning of all this coronavirus breakdown BS, and you were going to to a very magical place, apparently.
2: We were headed to the Magic Kingdom at about 6 a.m. on a Friday morning. Ass crack early. I don't think any Anybody in the
0: airport that morning was happy.
2: No, everyone Everyone wanted to get the hell out of town. Wherever they were going, they couldn't get out of there fast enough. Mrs. Goodman and young Mr. and other young Mr. Goodman to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, you went for, to visit Mickey Mouse. We we saw Mickey and the entire gang and uh, met uh, my mother-in-law down there uh, who is a Disney fanatic. We had a, a fantastic trip down there and just in time as it turned out. Yeah, no doubt. Because now
0: they're they're shut down, and I think eMoney was saying last episode that they are losing a billion dollars a month, a billion and a half a month. It's a lot. Mickey's taking it in his his little red shorts. There, he's an angry mouse, and Mickey's a dick. And if Donald Duck taught me anything, Mickey's a motherfucking (laughs) dick. But so, how was Disney World
2: overall? Did you enjoy the experience? Were Were the kids happy with it? The The kids loved it. I enjoyed it. The last time we went was ten years ago. Wow. Uh, And so it, it. it was it was great the boys are super into star wars so Very nice. we did all the star wars stuff we did all the avatar stuff we visited every park twice except for epcot we did that once and it was great cuz epcot was fully under construction
0: Oh, they're redoing and, uh, the entire thing. I've heard.
2: Yeah, I think it was the hottest day too, so it was a combination of glad we're only doing this on one day. But yeah, we we had a great time. The the boys loved it. The boys want to go back immediately. What we have termed the pause due to COVID nineteen. Oh, the pause It's given uh, us an, an easy out for not going right back to
0: Disney. The great pause. The pause. Well, uh, E yeah. money. Speaking of the pause, you know we're all getting creative. We're being socially distant, but not but still social. Um, there are things like outdoor activities and exercising and stuff like that that people are able to do within the state of George to the uh you know I see that the happening in the honey badger have found sunbathing by not at the pool but adjacent to the pool you know it's an acceptable thing yesterday they were doing this I got a text from the happening Asking if I could bring up some money claws. We had three cold ones in the fridge. I didn't have, you know, the the stash cooling to to make it happening cold. And so I brought them up there, and I was expecting to see you coming in around the same time. Apparently, the Honey Badger texted you as well. And apparently, and I don't know how this happens, but apparently
1: you forgot. I I got into working. I was working, they called me, said, hey, can you bring us some cocktails? And I'm like, sure. When I'm finished doing this, I'll be there in just a little bit. <laughs> I guess my little bit was a little bit different than their little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I made up for it. I took them some really strong ass drinks and they uh I'm pretty sure the honey badger came home a little bit twisted. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he did too, apparently. <laughs> so, Saul so, Goodman, uh, I do have a question for for you. I'm interested I'm interested in how the lockdown has affected the legal system. Have court cases been completely like postponed and delayed or dismissed or
2: in Georgia in the middle of March, the state Supreme Court through Chief Justice Melton put a judicial emergency order in place that went through the thirteenth of this month, April, that a week or two ago was extended till May thirteenth. And it has put everything on hold with the exception of criminal cases where the defendants are in custody. Uh, effectively mostly means bond hearings and probable cause hearings for people who have been arrested recently. And then the only other things the courts are actively doing, so far as I know, are protective orders for domestic violence and things like that. All trials and the normal process of any other case, civil case or criminal case, is on hold. All the time limits for filing lawsuits called a statute of limitation. The clock has stopped on all of that. All these people who had trials scheduled for this what will be a two-month period period of no court. No one quite knows when they're going to get rescheduled to because obviously when everything reopens, you can't just have everyone come in and have everything happen at once. Unless you're uh, um DA Paul Howard, uh, who's got his his uh his pockets are full with uh, people who thought they were donating to a charity. That's his problem and not mine. It's it's a it's a huge mess. I hate it for my civil clients who someone else did them harm and and we're waiting for some justice for them and for my criminal clients whose cases already take forever. I mean, Halding County West of Cobb more than two years to get your case handled Fulton County uh, a year and a half isn't uncommon and so this is just going to push it further and further out and even the easy stuff that should take a month or two or three who knows man it's uh it's gonna be a huge pain in the ass yeah I mean I was
0: gonna say like I couldn't imagine Fulton County moving any slower but this is done did it right
2: with this now I, I used to say because I was foolish back then hey can't get much worse than this but uh <laughs> damn, but here it is right shit <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's so funny there's some
0: things that are immediately tangible like how this is impacting like certain businesses definitely the airline industry the, the uh, travel uh any of the entertainment industry any of the uh, dining industry i mean it's fu- like hotels crews, whatever you think about that they're immediately like off the bat and then you think about holy shit like this is fucking up the people who are like trying to solve things through the channels as they should and it's fucking it up and, like I, i'm i'm just wondering from your perspective how how is it turn your world, aside from like having to to be self-isolated, how is it during your your job? Right. So working
2: remotely, fortunately, we did everything on the cloud anyhow. So it hasn't been that big of a deal for us, but the practical effect on our clients is, uh, and people don't really think about it unless they've been on the wrong side of a criminal case is sometimes if you have a professional license or you work in a certain industry, just getting arrested means the place you work for can't have you work for them. And if you drive for a living, just getting some kind of major traffic infraction means the insurance of the company you work for won't let you drive for them anymore. You know, the innocent until proven guilty is true, but the real uh, effects of what happens to people is just an arrest sometimes is enough to screw you up, make you miss a rent payment, make you miss a child support payment, make you miss whatever. It used to be where I could say, all right, here's your timeline and we're going to get this dealt with. But now... The people who an arrest fucks them up. I have no idea. I really yep. can't give an answer of when can this be over?
0: I don't know. I'm sure there's no juries like going on, like jury trials
2: um, fucking no. no way. Nope. The, the only stuff that's going on is some criminal calendars are being held by Zoom for just administrative things, but that's really a judge by judge deal. For civil cases, mediations are being handled by video conference, depositions are being handled by video conference with no threat of going to trial and the court courts not really doing anything the defense lawyers i work with not that i fault them for this but they have no incentive to get anything wrapped up right now and unless they just want to reduce their caseload there's no pressure from the courts coming on a time deadline wow. and that's a huge pain in the ass
0: i did have a question for e-money i think we'd be remiss if we didn't give an update on how's the teenage daughter and boyfriend situation going oh. you know
1: it's there's still a uh, boyfriend still has not seen any other person so they are social distancing together. It's pretty cool though, you know. I mean, he's a great kid. We actually took him up to Lake Lanier this this past week. It's been so beautiful in Georgia, man. So, went up to the lake. As you know, all the parks are closed, national parks, whatnot. So, everything was closed, but I know this little back way onto the lake. So, of course you do. And, yeah, exactly. Social isolated ourselves and with the dogs and some of the kids went swimming. Some of them didn't. Had a blast. They're still social isolating together.
0: You know, monogamy early. You know, <laughs> well,
2: yeah. They yeah, chose
1: not to go to that party. he would uh, rather social isolate with the uh, teenage daughter.
2: That shows commitment. What's it like having both y'all kids of the age where they want to go hang out with their friends without you knowing that all the medicine says younger kids are less susceptible to the bad effects of what's going on where it's like, yeah, we we can go around other people, it won't be that bad. Nope,
1: we are. Okay, good. So so isolated good. Um, with our kids and everything else just for the fact that yeah, they might not get sick, but they're spreaders.
0: Some rumor goes around that there is no no one under the age of 25 dying from this shit and that they can go ahead and open the schools. And it's a horrible idea because you're just going to spread it around. And by the way, that rumor about under 25 no deaths is complete bullshit. So yep. the keyword for the hapling is esports, and that's what we're trying to engage in. Do the things that you love to do anyway. Get online and just talk shit to somebody, you know, playing video games and Fortnite and, and Minecraft or whatever the hell's the the new thing. Oh
1: yeah, uh, how's Wheels doing? Is he getting a little stir crazy? He is a little stir crazy. We are definitely sticking him on the esports route.
0: Money just went Billy Eilish. Bad guy. <laughs> When you switch between Wi-Fi and 5G, which causes coronavirus, everything gets fucked up. (laughs) So, Saul Goodman, your kids being younger, are they dealing with this pretty well? I mean, it pretty much is heaven on earth for them because parents are home all the time. Yeah,
2: yeah, no. (laughs) No. The elder of the two young gentlemen is in first grade and the school is doing planned out lessons with some YouTube videos from the teacher to introduce each section. Mrs. Goodman has to be in the room with him for most of the stuff because when I try to be in there and give any guidance assistance at all, it is not always welcomed. And so the pushback from him is, this is just review. I already know how to do all these things. This is stupid. I don't wanna do this anymore. Problem is, is he's smart and And so I believe him when he tells me a lot of it's review. But what I can't tell him is, well, that means you don't have to do it anymore. And for the other one who will be in pre-K next year, he does three times a week, 30-minute Zoom with his preschool class. And watching a bunch of three-and-a-half-year-olds talk to each other on a video conference is hilarious. I bet,
0: dude, I wanna see that Zoom Um, meeting, motherfucker. I'll I'll
2: send you a screenshot (laughs) later, uh, just so you can see what it looks like. They both really miss eating out at restaurants. So do I, so does Mrs. Goodman. They really miss seeing their friends. Fortunately, we got a bunch of kids in the neighborhood, so we can ride bikes their houses and say hello from a safe distance but man not going to school is a super drag oh, totally. uh, the, the little one doesn't really want to put daytime clothes on he just wants to be in pjs all day Fuck
0: yeah man who doesn't <laughs> little one man absolutely hands down 15 love little
1: one I'm
2: giving it to I'm you a, the first grader finally rode a bike without training wheels last weekend for the very first time all right 15 love and first grader can't. Yeah, and he wiped out huge yesterday for the first time. That was in the afternoon. In the evening, he was back on the bike after dinner, so... God bless him.
0: All right. So uh, Imani, I do have a question for you. What you binging during the social distancing times? What you been binging? I'll answer
2: for him. Cocaine.
0: It's a, a 30 love. Saul all good, man. Thank
1: you. Well, we actually took uh chisler's suggestion and started watching carnival. Carnival. That's a pretty good flick there, buddy.
0: Yeah, man. I will say, uh, have you finished the whole thing?
1: No, we have like four episodes left in season two.
0: Okay, cool. Cause that's the last season. When you get to the end yep. of that, show, I'll tell you what the overall story was supposed to be, but that's going to be the end of it, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? But I promise you, the end of it is very good. It gets to a very cool like, crescendo, I guess, in the end of the
1: season. Well, it's kept our interest. Good. I'm glad that you guys are We have so much TV to watch these days.
0: I finally did the e-money and did uh Mandalorian, by the way. I'm in the market for adopting a baby Yoda for sure. I will say, that's happening. <laughs> is that a movie? Or is it a series? The Mandalorian. It's a series that's better than the last two movies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, our our house watched all six episodes of the Star Wars series in the order they were released in the theaters. I, I can say that the the Jar Jar Binks everything is still crappy as it was twenty years ago. So, <laughs> so what have you been watching, Saul Goodman? I am up to date on the current season of Better Call Saul. Well, the I, show it, about you. I mean, goddamn, it's damn not it. really. It's not really a binge watch. It's just. Making sure I watch it, I watched the entirety of Narcos Mexico season two in a week. I love that series. I don't know if you've watched it, but just all of it is, yeah, man.
0: Saul Goodman, let's get a next door update from you because you've got some <laughs> wild shit going on in your next door, apparently.
2: Here's one. Um, Roger the Rooster wants to know who blinged up my mailbox with that big pink thing. And <laughs> oh, what do I do if I don't want to wear that thing? <laughs> Roger the Rooster, the unofficial mascot of the weekend social. Like, who would desecrate Roger? Roger like this the donation drive that utilizes these pink bags has dropped them on our mailboxes for another drive please if you have no intention of using that bag to participate in the donation drive remove it and dispose of it properly these end up in the storm sewers and out in the street as trash with the rain coming up this weekend let's get them in the off our mailboxes what else do we have <laughs> Easter rock hunt. Someone hid colored rocks around the neighborhood. That's what else? Oh, yes. Any, any online order regarding Kroger this right is now It's so, either a high five
0: someone... or a bitch session. I want this shit. I,
2: I thought I'd give Kroger online order and curbside pickup a try. I chose the 11 to noon window and I got there and I knew it'd be a challenge <laughs> from everyone's comments because Kroger sucks. After 45 minutes, I went in thinking it'd be ready, but they said, nope. Five more minutes for fifteen minutes of time. Oh my god, oh, and then
0: they double they sorry, they switched one of her items to organic, which is a nice upgrade, but still I mean, she's
2: pissed. This is just the absolute worst. Hey, we can't donate our furniture, so come get our ugly shit. Your next door is better than mine. My my, next, my door. next door is just, man, listen, you grew up in my neighborhood. No, I did. So you know exactly the kind of people who are posting crazy shit on next door. I
0: saw a couple of names that are
2: recognized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even fucking with you. I'm being I mean, serious. E-Money, e- E-Money. How's, how's the complainer game in, in your neighborhood these days?
1: Oh, it's pretty good, man. <laughs> dude, uh, our complainer game is- It's a big is... neighborhood, too, so there's a lot of complainers. No, dude, the Roswell
2: complaint
0: game is strong, and it is long, dude. Oh, my God. It is it is the mandingo
2: of complainer games, dude. It is nuts. I'm glad my neighborhood's not alone in the uh, people being petty in a time where but pettiness it, needs to be put aside. It, it's,
0: it's nothing. It's nothing like that that degree of, of painness so I will I will say. We have, whoa! What happened? Who's 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 fucking with hammers? I don't know. I thought that was you. That wasn't me. No, I got the table towel. I like look. I just put my drink down. This is not my. This is not on the table towel.
2: <laughs> like yeah, I've got a towel. Like right here. I got a schwitz towel. E money. Do you know about the schwitz towel? <laughs> no, I don't. The Schvitz towel. <laughs> right. Okay,
0: let's let's break this one down. This is a fucking great, great great one from the old days. Set the stage, Saul Goodman
2: People who sweat a lot maybe carry a towel on their shoulder or a towel on their daily errands where you might not expect to see somebody with a towel on their shoulder or around their necks. One place that it used to be prominently featured, a place I haven't been in a long time is at Six Flags. You see a lot of people walking around with towels around their shoulders like, what's going on here? Is there a towel giveaway? No, somebody brought a Schwitz towel with a Six Flag. So if you get a little Get a little worked up uh, riding my commander. You can just, I guess, e, e- money. And I, I don't mean to insult you, but are you familiar with the term schwitz?
1: Schwitzing. I, I have a feeling it has to do with some sort of ejaculation.
2: No, it's it's sweating. Oh, it's sweating. I'm over here yeah. schwitzing like a goyim before the bris.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about how this was popularized. Like the schwitz towel. The schwitz towel actually resided in Big Blue. Big Blue was a Toyota. Like the small like Toyota truck. It wasn't like the Toyota Tundra. It was like the Toyota's Tundra's like third little brother that was a manual transmission little thing that was driven by the tool man. The tool man created the Schwitz towel and everywhere he went he put that thing over his shoulder like it was like Santa like carrying his sack he would like going into the store gonna bring my Schwitz towel like going into Bruno's he would he would throw it (laughs) over his shoulder and walking into Bruno's and he'd like what the fuck is this thing that you got he'd walk in there I was like what the fuck it's my Schwitz towel and here you got some stupid goyim like i don't know what the fuck a Schwitz is so i got my Schwitz towel over here
1: oh there you go i still think it has to do something with the ejaculation now no that, that's that's expaculating
0: and <laughs> expaculating. there we go th- that, that's grounds for dismissal <laughs> that's right yep. yeah see my attorney says so <laughs> sorghum and you mentioned something that i promised that we were going to get to saint patrick's day and bathrooms
2: yeah 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 i i had forgotten about that no when i when i was younger my mother was born and grew up in savannah so we would all go go to visit my grandmother all the time but we i only ever went to one st patrick's day parade in savannah and savannah georgia has the largest or second largest st patrick's day parade anywhere in the world i think i don't know early elementary school with my parents at the st patrick's day parade and we were walking on river street looking for a bathroom and you know my my family was especially hey you need to go find a bathroom let's find a bathroom and so we weren't bashful about asking people where they were and what Whatever stuff, and so we asked this one guy, and he ended up being really drunk and said, "I'm looking for looking for the men's room." He's like, "It's right over there." My mom said, "No, sir, that's that's the ladies' room." He's like, "Tonight, it ain't gonna matter what it says on the door. A bathroom's a bathroom." <laughs> okay. And uh, so obviously, my mother was horrified, and you know, in, in a way, only a Jewish mother can be. I I I thought it was hilarious Just because you've given me a new slogan (laughs) I'm
0: I'm gonna give you 40 love songas (laughs) uh, It it don't matter tonight, a bathroom's a bathroom (laughs) That's right For tonight, because we're working remotely And acting remotely And podcasting remotely We're gonna be playing a game That we haven't played in a very long time And so long it's preceded you In the podcasting genre song goodman so long that it hasn't been seen since episode five of the weekend social so we're dusting it off we're going through all the stuff we're cleaning out the cabinets and there's a reason that i'm bringing it up tonight by the way but tonight the two of you are going to be playing the cranial cage match yep Prepare to square off in a head-to-head battle, Saul Goodman versus E-Money. We all know, the three of us, a lot of random shit. But the cranial cage match is not simply a test of what you know, but it's a competition of your mental endurance. It's how much you know about a subject. Now, gotta be fair to flair, Saul Goodman. Woo! Gotta be fair to flair, right? Now, I have a list of items here. A long list. 322 items long. And guaranteed that you guys know at least a couple of these items on the list. The way it's going to work is it's going to go back and forth between the two of you. It's going to start with Saul Goodman going back and forth to E-Money. Until one of you guys either guess incorrectly or can't remember. And then the game will end. Now, there is fair up. The winner will get a prize. That is guaranteed. But... Once the winner wins, they can go for the big bank with an additional challenge to double their prize for tonight. So with that, we're recording tonight on April 10th. And April 10th is a very historic day for music aficionados. The reason why is because April 10th is a day 50 years ago today that the headlines rocked the world that the Beatles broke up. So tonight's Cranial Cage Match is going to be studio recorded songs by the Beatles. This includes... Originals, covers, B-sides, and demos. Saul Goodman, you're up. A day in the life. Correct. E-Money. Dude, I don't know any of the Beatles songs. I know the submarine. (laughs) Yellow submarine. Correct. Saul Goodman. Eleanor Rigby. Correct. E-Money. I do not know. Give it a one. Give it a two. And... E-Money is out. Now, Saul Goodman, you've already won the Cranial Cage match. The over-under from the Chisler Booking Exchange for the big bank is eight more Beatles songs. If you can name eight more Beatles songs, we will double your prize and E-Money will get the consolation prize. Go ahead. Is
2: is the song called
0: Help? Help. Correct. Right, so Help, Paperback Rider. Paperback Rider, one of
2: my favorites, correct? Yeah, Love Me Do. Love Me Do, correct. Uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Correct. I Am Walrus. Correct. Did I do Strawberry Fields yet? Correct. Um, One more. Back in the USSR. Back in the USSR (laughs) is correct. And Saul
0: Goodman is the first person and the only person that has not only won the cranial cage match but has gone to the big bank. Holy crap. And e Money, you should be thanking Saul Goodman up and down, left right. <laughs> a B A B select starts sideways. Like giving him a high five. Because you have, as a result, won as well. So we're gonna Wow. That was a lot. There is a lot of there's there's lots of Beatles songs.
1: I am not one to remember names of songs, and Beatles was just not—it's not my my deal. I'm just gonna throw out a
0: couple names here. Can't Buy Me Love is another one. Yeah, Come yeah. Together, Day Tripper, Dear
2: Prudence, Eight Days. How of- could I forget one of my favorites? Let me say this one just as a bonus. She Said, She Said. Yep. One of my absolute favorites. I keep forgetting it's a Beatles song. She
0: Said, She Said is a good one. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Eight days a week, Drive My Car, Get Back, Good Day Sunshine, Hello, Goodbye, Here Comes the Sun. I mean, there's 322 of them.
2: There's a million of them. Well, there's 322. There's a Brazilian of them.
0: There's a Brazilian (laughs) of them. Because you're the big winner, Saul Goodman, there's lots of Beatles songs. And you know what? There's lots of downtime right now too, Saul Goodman. No kidding. Do you know what else there's lots of? There's lots of $15,000 published by the Georgia Lottery. Oh my gosh. You can win $15,000 worth of prizes. There's over $31 million in cash prizes. Match any of your numbers to the winning numbers. Win that prize shown for that number. Get a 10K symbol. Yeah, you have to run a 10K marathon. Get a uh, dollar symbol and win all 20 prizes shown. And we're going to use a very important scratching device. E-money, I'm sorry. You didn't hit the jackpot tonight with cranial cage match but you know what you could win the Georgia jackpot uh, paid for by the chisler, printed by some fucks downtown by the Georgia lottery you can win up to $500,000 match any of your numbers to the winning numbers win the prize shown get a 2x 5x 10x 20x symbol instantly win and multiply your prize for that symbol by the amount shown I don't know lots of math you can win lots of math
2: <laughs> E-, e money. That's that's all the sizes of white T shirts they sell at the convenience store by y'all's houses. Two X, five <laughs> X <5x> tall, ten X. <10x. laughs> Match point. It's that's all good, it, man. man. You know, you Match get point. Little, it's uh, all good, man. those little those little roses in the glass tubes about like this long. Yes. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, it's all good, man. Who are you, you know what? In those two though. Now you. That's you. Last time you bought that, you uh unknowingly bought a crack pipe. Yes, they double his crack pipes. <laughs> they double his crack pipes.
0: Uh, Saul Goodman, I don't know if you if you know what you just did there, but you just won the game. You won the game. And you know what happens when you win the game? Thank you. You win it all! Printed by the Georgia Lottery! Pay for about Chisler top prize $250,000 match any of your numbers to the winning numbers win the prize shown for that number get a money bag symbol and e-money will come to your house cook you dinner and do things that I don't want to talk about on this podcast uh, match any of your numbers to the win all number and win all 15 prizes shown paid for by the Chisler, printed by some people that are probably not going to have jobs in the next quarter courtesy of the weekend social
2: <laughs> <laughs> you won the game nothing like an, an uplifting coda to an otherwise fun show <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so e-money
0: we're gonna do yours first asmr podcast fans need to hear it do it big time did e-money hit the jackpot check my ticket i'd send Ooh. this to you for a commemorative keepsake but i i it's gonna take three days for the coronavirus to to fall off of it so.
1: yeah i'd have to leave it on my front porch for three days i'm gonna kind of suck um hey, you want some toilet paper <laughs> courtesy of the chiseler
2: <laughs> all right i want the lots of fifteen thousand dollars because that is one of the dumbest fucking scratch off names ever i want, I want this want the, one last the lots of this one's gonna be lots last of 15.
0: um let's see what the win it all number is the win it all number Oh my gosh! It's all good, man. You got lucky. You see what that win it all number is? Ah, siete. Dude, they don't print that on lottery tickets. <laughs> Unfortunately, the win it all, you want it none. I'm so shocked. The last one, the lots of 15000 You want to win lots of $15,000. Let's see. Lots of them. We have to scratch the bonus spot. The bonus spot that's right there. We got to scratch that because if you don't, she's not going to, you know, cook breakfast free in the morning. Well, he, he went there. <laughs> For the bonus spot, you got a key. <laughs> I don't know what that, what
2: that means. Let's make one that just has... Nothing at all to do with anything. Lots of fifteen
0: thousand dollars. We're speaking <laughs> hypotheticals here, right? Not a winner. Oh, but you got, you got none of fifteen thousand dollars. that you you scan the I, barcode. I scan this guy like through the app. <laughs> I, just didn't even, I didn't do any of this stuff. I like,
2: just, like, did it Did it say not a winner? And as a matter of fact, none of these fucking cards are a winner? <laughs> Dude, all three of them. Worst concept ever. Well, when school resumes, I hope um, that
0: somebody can use these dollars that we dropped in the Georgia lottery hat for schooling. Look, guys, uh, this has been episode double deuce of the weekend social. Uh, first, e-money. It has been a oh, great episode. Yeah time doing this again what is rule number one of the river oh what happens on the river stays on the river was that kind of like fight club yeah kind of so what's rule number one of the weekend social
1: don't trust fart
0: Don't trust a fart, right? What's rule number two of the weekend social?
1: Don't trust a fart. And why is that? Because you don't trust a fart.
0: (laughs) Because (laughs) because some motherfuckers have to be told twice, like the (laughs) Chistler. Hello. Well, another excellent episode with you, E Money. You stay safe, stay distant. And uh, keep rocking on, my man. Yeah, stay healthy, bro. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for many ways not to that are not gover- governmentally mandated. Dude,
1: next time you pass that McDonald's, just keep on going, though. Just Dude, I did it going. today, man. I did you it today. You lost a ton of weight. You can keep it going.
0: Got to keep the Chisler's, uh jacket, like, a little bit, little bit not, not tight. I don't know. <laughs> I to do it. How well, much weight have you lost? I actually lost about 10 pounds. Hey, good stuff, man. I've done nothing to deserve that Second I open a bag of chips It'll be like right back on my ass But Thank you very much ladies and gentle fuckers This has been episode 22 Of the Weekend Social Stay safe, stay distant Stay healthy and stay awesome. Every single one of you. Saul Goodman, thank you for being with us tonight.
2: Uh, e Money Chisler. Yes, thank you, you. Thank you for uh letting me grace your
0: airwaves once again. This was a lot of fun. Dude, thank you for gracing us with your company this evening. Listen, I got a question for you. Do you got the uh you got your dillies on the pepitane?
2: Uh all the time. Sepitown, Dibby on my fanny. Dude, what a time
0: I made, Damian. So Saul Goodman, you can sign this bitch out any way that you want. The floor is yours, my friend.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 22 of the Weekend Social Podcast. We hope we didn't scramble your brains more than they deserve to be. We need you. We love you. Send me money because I got to finish this basement.